0: Hey, what's going on? Happy Tuesday. Even though I'm recording this not on Tuesday, I'm actually recording this podcast on Sunday. So it's July 26th, but when you are listening, it will be July 28th. I'm Lisa Page. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. So a couple of developments here. (laughs) This has been a disaster, let me tell you. My home studio was working for approximately nine days like perfectly. Loved it. I love being in this space. I love my room. I have a new computer monitor, which is life-changing. It's one of those big long one, long ones. So everything was good. And then out of nowhere, for some weird reason, poor Stu has been working in this studio forever. Like All last week, he was on vacation and he left for a couple of nights to go to Savannah to see his mom. But Basically, every other day that he was home, he was working in my studio trying to hook up this new jacked-up computer, which it's insane. This computer that we bought is really specifically made for editing and audio. So it's not your, your standard laptop. I don't use my MacBook. I'm using this tiny little... It's called a nugget, an audio nugget. And it's honestly... The size of like a sandwich bag. Like, that's how tiny this computer is. It's that width and length, and it's just the tiniest thing. And as soon as we hooked up this computer, which Stu had customized for me as far as memory goes and all the other stuff you probably don't care about. But anyway, this computer is supposed to be like the best of the best of the best. And so, as soon as he hooked it up, we were getting this buzz in my ear and buzz in the speakers. And ironically, none of that was happening with the laptop from my old company, Town Square, which was like literally dinosaur aged. It's It was so old and big and bulky. And we made fun of it every time we had to come in and turn it on. But now I've got this new high tech, tiny, small computer thingy, and it was not working. So I'm telling you, Stu has been in my room on and off for the last week for over 10 hours. Our good friend Eddie, who produced my old show, Pop Crush Nights, and he still is. But Eddie is, you know, a techie guy, too. He has a home studio. He's familiar with all of the equipment that I use. He was over on Saturday for almost four hours. They were on the phone with customer support. So anyway, long story short. I'm recording this uh today but I unfortunately don't have any access to well I mean I have access but it's not going to play the right way to my song of the week. So lucky for you with fingers crossed and prayers welcomed, my studio gets resolved and fixed and you know, we'll be back to normal by Thursday. So on Friday when you get the podcast, we'll give you two songs instead of one because There's so many on my radar. But anyway, that's why today you're not going to get a song. And I am so sorry. But what I do think we're going to start today is a new feature. I'm not sure what I'm going to call it yet, but I think I'm going to start each podcast with some type of comment or message that I have received from somebody who clearly does not like me, yet continues to follow me and continues to comment on random posts that I put up. I mean, I just think it's cute and it's funny that people who don't like me or don't like what I'm talking about still stick around. I'm so excited to read you this particular review because it's from someone who actually, up until, I don't even know, a couple months ago, was a huge follower. I mean, almost to the point of crazy. Ask some of my friends who know who I'm talking about. Uh, She has bought tons of stuff that I've recommended. She's sent me tons of pictures of things that she's bought off of my rave reviews. I mean, as recently as two months ago, she bought the same exact pair of Warby, uh, glasses, reading glasses that I was posting about, like literally that night, I remember sitting on my couch talking about these specific frames I was wearing. And I even messaged her the link and the model number. And sure enough, a week later, I get a selfie from this girl, Jess, who had on the same exact pair of glasses I was talking about a week prior. So I'm flattered that Jess has purchased so many things that I've talked about in the past. I don't know why all of a sudden she's decided to hate me, but she does. And it's apparent in this review. So let's get to it. This is from a former LP fan now turned hater. And here we go. This is Jess. I also have a feeling that You know, she's raging because I've literally blocked her on every single account. She's no longer a follower of mine on Instagram. We've booted her from the Lisa Page Made Me Do It private Facebook group. Like, there's nothing else she can do to access me except leave reviews on iTunes, which is what we have here. So let's get to it. Okay. Lisa Page is a stereotypical conservative racist moron without a single unique thought or opinion. She is a sheep who hides behind being a Christian and a good person. It's hilarious that she makes fun of Karen so much when she's the biggest Karen there is. It's also disgusting how she used her trans friend for listens and continues to use problematic stereotypes and assumptions during their interview. Don't try and act inclusive and non-transphobic or racist because you have a trans or black friend. You're a wolf in sheep's clothing. Edited to add, because she wasn't done there. (laughs) Apparently, it's Lisa's MO to attack a person's IQ when they mistakenly misspell words on a review. Talk about a keyboard warrior. Be sure to also correct your sheep when they misspell words when kissing your ass. Also, why wouldn't I use my real name? No need for an alias when calling you out. I would also say anything I said in this review directly to you. But you are and have always been afraid of what I have to say to you. So let me tell you something about Jess. She is probably one of the handful of girls who have followed me for tons of years And, you know, have always followed up with me regarding different types of products and reviews and asking for links, very curious about the things that I've bought, why I love them, and have purchased a lot of stuff off of my recommendations. So I don't know why all of a sudden she hates me. I have been nothing but helpful to Jessica. So I appreciate you, Jess. I'm glad that you spent so much time listening to my podcast and really put a lot of effort into this review. It's been fantastic. Good luck with the rest of your life and everything else. Thank you so much for making this part of my podcast so entertaining at your expense. Well, that was fun. So I took Instagram off my phone this weekend. I just needed some time. After Thursday's mesh mask post to my main page, I, honest to God, really needed a mental break from everybody regarding the mesh masks. I don't want to keep bringing it up, but I want to circle back around for five seconds just because if you are now listening to the podcast and you missed my story on Friday night regarding the mesh mask, I want to clarify one thing. The car selfie I took of myself wearing the mesh mask was more about letting people know, i.e. pregnant women, claustrophobic people. Believe it or not, there are actually some people in this world that can't wear a mask. They can't wear it. They have asthma. They can't wear the mask. The mesh mask is for people like that, okay? So don't twist my words around, and I'm not, again, talking to you. I'm talking to some of the haters that wouldn't shut up about my stupid mesh mask. Here's the problem, and I said this before. COVID has turned most people into assholes. Ever since quarantine, you're out and about, minding your business, wearing a mask, or maybe not wearing a mask, but then you've got, you know, Joe Blow behind you, reading you the riot act and yelling at you because you're not wearing a mask. What gives you the right? Stay in your own lane. You worry about you. If you don't like what I'm doing, then stop following me. Quit interjecting your opinion on my posts. It's as simple as that. We are causing so much unnecessary stress, not even so much stress, but tension, I guess is the word, with each other, and it's ridiculous. You know, you got all these, like, naysayers out there who think they know what's really going on. The truth is, guys, we don't know what's going on. Every day, the news changes. Every day, we get a new report or a new scientific study or a new batch of cases saying that the masks are working, saying that they're not working, if they work so well, just ponder this for one second. If the masks are supposed to work so well and uh, stop the spread, then why are we not allowed to see our loved ones in the hospital? If a mask is so protective, what's the problem? Asking for a friend. The last thing I'm doing with my time is trying to pick a fight with a stranger on social media. I have 577 trillion other things to do with my time than worry about what Kathy down the street's doing. Let me give you some advice. You worry about you. Don't be sticking your neck out and trying to pick fights or preach about who's doing what, why they're doing it wrong, we don't want to hear it. And before I wrap up this mesh mask debate, to the people that were all up on that thread, being total wise asses, to my people, I want to personally thank you because by the end of it all, Friday night before I signed off of Instagram – I had sent the link out to 116 people that wanted in on the mesh mask. Honestly, I should be getting a thank you card or some kind of kickback from this Etsy shop. Just kidding. I'm not expecting any type of reward, but I just wanted to thank you for making it such a popular post that people like couldn't help but be curious about the mesh mask. And I hope that every single person that I shared that link with shared it with a bunch of other people. And this one particular store on Etsy just freaking sells out and needs to, like, hire more people to make these mesh masks. I was MIA from Instagram over the weekend. I just took Friday, Friday off, came back Monday. And, yeah, it was nice. I kind of liked not having to worry about looking at my phone, taking a picture of my meal, tagging something or someone. And honestly, um... I'm going to start doing more of that because I need to. And so that's why I was not around from Friday night to yesterday morning. On August 13th, so in just a couple of weeks, my kids are going back to school. I never thought I'd see the day. Now that is not to say they'll stay there, (laughs) but I'm hoping that our school will be one of the few schools that can successfully bring these kids back into the classrooms where they are supposed to be to learn from a teacher face to face. Social distance, of course, their desks will be six feet apart, but I'm all for it. And if you've been, you know, on Instagram with me the last couple of weeks, you know how I feel. And I know you are on the same page with me because I got over 400 DMs from moms just like me who are unfortunately going through exactly what you're probably going through right now too. And that's like trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do when your kids have to sit home for seven hours staring at more screens. Obviously this is not the most ideal situation. I've heard from so many moms and even teachers from across the country that are like sick over this. And believe it or not, there are teachers. I know there are are a lot of people out there in your ear saying, "Well, the teachers have it they have it easy. They've been off since last March. They don't they don't want to go back. They don't want to go Well, you know what? The flip side is there are a bunch of teachers that really do want to go back. They desperately want to be in their classrooms with their kids. They don't care if they have to wear a mask. They want to get up in the morning and have a purpose and get dressed and go teach these kids. And it's unfathomable that Here we are almost six months later, and I know that a vaccine is going to take a long time, but there's got to be a better way. And I said this last week, I don't care if our school came to us and said, listen, We need to push the school year start date back to October. We want to make sure that we're in the clear. We want to make sure the school is clean. We want to see what else develops over the next couple of months. So the kids will be back in school in October and they're going to go through next July. I got no problem with that. Between you and I, I'm not even opposed to year-round school. One of the girls I used to go to college with, I went to college for three months. But in those three months, I met a friend, a good friend and her name is Beth, and she lives in Hendersonville, North Carolina, and her kids go to year-round school. And I was like, well, what's that all about? She's like, yeah, girl, it's nine weeks on, three weeks off all year round. I think I could get used to that. If for those three weeks the kids were off and there were a few camps I could throw them in, like, you know, a few days a week, I would be 1,000% totally fine. Like, why do we even need summer vacation? <laughs> now the teachers that are listening are like, girl, shut up, shut up. We do need the summer vacation vacation. But I'm not opposed to year-round school. Let's not even waste our time with virtual learning. Why can't schools push the stupid start date back? Start them in October, have them go through the July. What's the problem? So next summer they only get one month off or six weeks off. Like, there's no reason why these kids need two and a half, three months off anyway. It just costs me more money because I have Ainsley's teacher coming, you know, every week to tutor both of my kids so they can at least retain a little bit of what they learned from last year. By the way, shout out to Mrs. King. Today is her birthday. Anyway, those are my thoughts on this BS, distance learning silliness. One of my girlfriends showed me her kid's schedule. They go to public in the same town we live in, and their virtual learning schedule is a joke. 7.45. They've got to be all up in their Zoom classroom for attendance, and they go like a normal school day, 7.45 to 3 p.m. So this is what? eight hours a day with 15-minute breaks in between. But they are to be basically on their computers the entire time. The only upside in this situation is that as a parent, you don't have to teach your kid like the whole ordeal we all had to deal with back in the spring. That was a nightmare. But but the downside is now you can't even leave your house. You can't run errands. You can't meet up with a girlfriend. You, If you're me, you can't make all your returns. You can't do anything for yourself because you've got to be home with your kid staring at a damn screen for an additional 70 hours a day on top of all the screen time they've had this summer. There is, it's a disaster. And P.S. I received a few messages from teachers that were like a little insulted that government officials would hold parents to such high standards when it comes to educating the kids. I, for one, am obviously not even close to qualified to teach my kids the freaking hokey pokey. So when it comes to all this new stuff, and on top of it, we go to private. So there was a lot of faith-based lessons that were thrown into our spring learning lessons. I I found it difficult because my kids legit know way more about the Bible than I do. They know so many more scripture verses. They know so many more stories. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I want you to know that there were teachers that have messaged me and said, you know, hey, nothing against you guys, but we went to school for this. We we have, you know, numerous degrees in childhood education, and to think that... Government officials think parents, some of us who didn't even go to college, are qualified to teach our kids at the level they should be taught at in person in their classroom by their teacher is a little insane. And I could not agree more. If you are currently in this position, and who knows, knock on wood, I might be in the same position in another month. We don't know how this is going to roll out when our kids actually do go back to school in person. Like I said earlier, I hope and I pray that our school can be used as an example to show other states that it can be done with the right precautions in place. But for those of you who are now you know, facing this new reality of freaking staying home all day with your kids so they can be in their Zoom classrooms getting lessons taught to them from a teacher who's physically in the classroom. Oh, my gosh. I get it. I get it because there's no guarantee that my kids are going to even last a month when we go back to school. Hopefully that's not the case, but I'm preparing. Believe me, I got some backup plans in place, too. We all need some serious prayers going out to all the scientists that are working 24-7 around the clock to try and find a vaccine, to try and find... Some sort of treatment to stop the spread. I have a feeling we'll be wearing masks through Christmas and beyond. So I need to find an Etsy shop now that's going to sell me a Christmassy Jingle Jangle mesh mask. (laughs) There's just so much to consider. This is the most stressed I think any of us have been in a very long time. It's awful. Awful, awful. Let's look on the bright side. At this time next year, hopefully we'll be free and clear of COVID. At this time next year. So nothing but positive vibes here. <laughs> Normally at this point in the podcast, I would roll right into my song of the week. But because I told you we got some jacked up audio issues, that ain't happening. So I'm leaving you with like nothing. It's called dead air in Radioland. That's dead air. If you liked my podcast, if you enjoy listening, I would really appreciate A five-star review. Uh, I need to start reading more reviews, but I only want to read the ones that give me five stars. So if you want your review to be read on the podcast, I mean, very easy. Easy, peasy, five stars. It's great, whatever. Hit me up on iTunes. And uh, obviously, you're listening now, so you are subscribed. But if you're not subscribed, you should, so you get notified every Tuesday and Friday when a new podcast drops. I appreciate those of you who always rally behind me when we got some haters all up on the gram. I love you guys for that. Have a great week. We'll get through this together. Have a good one. I'll talk to you on Friday. Thanks for listening.